Hello, hello, and welcome back to Journey of a Fearless Female. I am your host, Paola Rosser, and this week is the official 200th episode. I am shocked that it has been four years since I launched it back in April of 2019, and that I have been not only consistent with my podcast, but I have created such incredible relationships with the women that I have interviewed, and some of them have become lifelong friends. This podcast was just an idea that I used to scribble in my notebook. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, I'm showing my notebook where I used to scribble down what I was going to call this podcast. And back in 2018, when this was just an idea, I struggled with calling it Fearless Female because I kept telling my husband, I have so many fears. I cannot be the fearless female because I am full of fears. And fear was one of the biggest factor that was holding me back from actually launching this podcast because I actually sat on this idea for over a year before I finally said, I'm going to do this. I remember telling my husband, I can't call it fearless female podcast. And I remember him telling me, you know, you're not always going to be fearless and fear is going to be a part of your life because that's just how life is. Fear is always going to be there. It's how you react to the fear. And you're on a journey of self-discovery. You're on a journey of becoming fearless. And the women that are going to follow you are going to want to follow that journey. And for those of you who have been with me since the beginning of 2019 and have followed me, not only listened to my podcast, but joined my Fearless Female Movement Facebook group or signed up for my coaching when I decided to start coaching or even attended some of my live events, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you have made the little girl inside of me dreams come true. Yes, I'm holding a picture of my younger self if you're watching on YouTube Ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to have my own radio show. I specifically remember at 10 years old being in the car with my brother as he drove us from Riverside to LA and listening to Rick D's in the morning. And I would love listening to him just talk and about music, about life, about things. And I remember thinking that job must be the most amazing job. And that's what I want to do. And I actually did go to college and I got my television, radio, broadcasting, bachelor's degree in communication. Little did that do me any good because eventually I gave up on my dream of having my own radio show. And I gave up on my dream of actually uh, pursuing what I knew my soul wanted to do. And so I got into real estate and I stayed in that real estate bubble for over 10 years and I was miserable. I couldn't hold down a job. Either I was let go because of the economy or I was let go because I wasn't a good employee. But my soul was always restless sitting in that cubicle because my soul already knew what I was supposed to do. But see, I allowed fear to envelop every cell of my body. And I couldn't allow myself to actually face the fear and do what I've always wanted to do. I remember podcasts were introduced to me um, probably about the year 2011 or 12. Um, my best friend, Michelle, sent me a podcast link and she said, you have to listen to this. And back then I was living alone in a small studio apartment. And when I was alone, I would pop on my headphones and listen to this podcast. And I didn't feel so alone anymore. It's how I fell in love with the podcast world because 
if you are sitting at home by yourself, you could just listen to someone else's voice and it feels like you have a friend and it feels like you're no longer alone. And so when my husband said, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And he asked me that question. I immediately said I wanted to start a podcast. And my first podcast was called Sugar and Spice and Not So Nice. And it was going to be all about like uh, reality TV and criticizing the people that are on those shows. And honestly, um, I did a couple of episodes and I didn't like the way it felt in my soul because I almost was on Yeah, Here's a little side fact about me. I was almost a guest on the show Big Brother. I was actually picked and I was a contestant and I was interviewed and I was chosen and I almost got into that television show. And as I was doing the first podcast, Sugar and Spice and Not So Nice and criticizing those women that are on The Real Housewives or Vanderpump or whatever, I realized that if I was going to be on that show, Big Brother, that there were going to be people out there that were going to criticize me. And I did not like the way that felt. And honestly, I truly believe in what you put out, you get back as energy. And so I decided I was going to shut that podcast down. And I was going to talk about the things that really sparked my soul. And that was like mental health. That was like having compassion and empathy for the human race, um, allowing my platform to for being like a place, a safe space for women to share their stories and their own fearless journey. And what it taught me after all these years is that we're all seeking the same thing. And I've heard Oprah say this before, is that we are seeking understanding. We're seeking to be seen, to be validated, to be heard, and most of all, to be loved. And my thing is that I know, I analyze myself a lot, and I know why I started this movement. For those of you who are now joining me, my name is Paola Rosser, and this is my YouTube channel, so make sure you hit subscribe. But if you've never followed me before or have listened to any of my other episodes on the podcast, um, I have told my story of how I've grown up in um, a very volatile childhood situation. Um, my mother would constantly tell me that I was unwanted. I mean, she actually told me that a couple years ago when I was in my 40s. And growing up as a child, to be told that you are unwanted, it really did something to my self-esteem. And it made me constantly seek outside validation to fill that void in my heart. Um, and for those of you who are listening and who have had uh, a traumatic, volatile, or toxic childhood, or have had the caretaker or the person that you know you grew up with, the person that was supposed to be either your parental figure or your guardian... When they were telling you that you weren't good enough or or if they were abusing you, both emotionally, physically, sexually, um, then in your mind as a child, you developed hatred for yourself. Not hatred for the person that was abusing you, but hatred for yourself. And that's exactly what I did. I developed a lot of hatred and I had this record in the back of my head that I would constantly play that I wasn't good enough, there was something inherently wrong with me, that I was unlovable, that I was uh, a loser. And and this record continuously played in my the back of my mind every time something would go wrong in my life. And I did this to myself, even as I was about to launch this podcast. I cannot tell you how many times I recorded and re-recorded the trailer of this podcast. It's only like, I think, seven minutes. And I think I did it like 20 or 30 times. And then I 
questioned how I was going to do my intro. You know, the hello, hello, this is Paola, or this is Journey of a Fearless Female. Like I tested that out multiple times. And even in the beginning, I would record and re-record and I edited myself. I would spend hours editing my voice and my laughter and my ums and my ahs. And I was so self-critical. There's even been some episodes that I didn't publish because I felt that they were too boring or I didn't have something remarkable to say. And it wasn't until I realized that I needed to just let go and trust that what I was doing whether it was podcasting or coaching or leading an event, that it was me and that me was uniquely beautiful and, and okay and accepted, you know, that there, that I was worthy to be in this space, that I was worthy enough to speak, that people actually listened to what I was saying and that I was talented and skilled and that I deserved to be here and have this place whether it was in the podcast world or in the coaching world, in the self-help movement, I deserved to be here and alive. But throughout these last four years, I really have second-guessed myself so many times, guys. Literally, this entrepreneurial journey is, is the most healing of all because I can't tell you how many times I didn't even want to do YouTube in the beginning. God, my YouTube numbers probably would have been in the like thousands of thousands by now. But because in the beginning, I wanted it to be only audio. I didn't want to show my face. I didn't want to be in front of camera. Um, and when my coach at the time told me, you need to start a Facebook group and you need to do videos on like what you believe in and your motivation and the books that you read, it was hard for me at first. I would sit in front of my computer and I would really just look at myself and criticize my hair, my eyes, my makeup, everything, my nose. I would criticize my laugh, my voice, everything about me. I broke down and it took me a very long time before I truly, truly just said, who cares and faced my fear and hit submit or publish. And the moment I went past my fear, everything started to change. See, when I first started this podcast, like I said, I was afraid that people were going to criticize me, that I was going to get so many negative like responses, DMs. Uh, I was going to get negative comments or negative uh, reviews on my podcast itself. And I would lay awake at night re-listening to the what I was saying in my head. I would play it in my head over and over. Did I say something to that would hurt someone's feelings? Did I say something that would be construed as a mean-spirited joke? I mean, I overanalyzed everything, but I still hit publish. And on the ones that I criticized myself the most, people would message me and say, that was just an incredible episode. Thank you so much for sharing that. Or thank you so much for, you know, spreading the word about toxic narcissistic behavior or, or thank you so much for telling your story is encouraged me. Um, and, and to me, like, I can't even tell you how important it is that I stood on my dream that I decided, you know, I'm not going to hide anymore and I'm going to do this. The moment I did the ripple effect that I have caused 
is just incredible for me to stop and and be mindful of everything that happened simply because I decided to follow my soul's calling. And here's the thing, if you're listening or if you're watching this, this is your sign that if something has been tugging at your soul to do, um, then it's time to do it. Here's the thing I was telling my husband the other day. It's so incredible how so many people have so many different interests. Like we're not all made the same. We're not all cut from the same cloth and not everyone wants to do a podcast or start a YouTube channel. Maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to get into golfing or maybe you want to start a dance class or maybe you want to start teaching. Uh, maybe you want to be a race car driver. Whatever it is that's calling to your soul, art, piano lessons, whatever it is that your soul is aching to do, but your brain, your subconscious mind is constantly giving you all the reasons why you shouldn't and is causing fear to make basically create self-doubt and anxiety and stress to not do it. You know, the excuses of there's not enough money or what if people criticize you? What is my family going to say? Is anyone going to support me? Then I tell you, just do it anyway. Push past the fear and the negative thoughts that are coming through your mind because I did. And the moment I did, it wasn't as scary on the other side as I thought. In the four years that I have uh, been publishing episodes every Monday, like clockwork, I have received maybe two or three negative comments. Two or three. In the four years, I've received hundreds of thousands of comments and messages and DMs and emails from women all over the world telling me, thank you for sharing a story, for introducing them to a book or introducing them to a guest. It has been such an incredible ripple effect. Because I started my podcast, I know several women who started their own or who have started writing their book, who have left toxic relationships, who started their weight loss journey and have lost weight. I know several women who went back to school, got their master's, even their PhD. I know so many women that because I started this platform, their lives have significantly changed for the good. And I think back to all the times that I sat in my bed and I thought, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe someone else can do it. See, we all think that someone else has that corner, you know, oh, Oprah's already doing it. Mel Robbins is already doing it. We have unique talents within us that are meant to be shown because we are meant to do this. It's uniquely imprinted in our soul and GPS, God pushing us softly is trying to tell us this is what you're supposed to do. This is why you're supposed to do it because you are meant to be the light for others so that they could feel safe enough to shine their own light. And I am beyond grateful for how far this podcast has reached. I'm just going to share a couple of numbers because I am shocked that I just recently looked at my numbers. And here's the thing, if you're planning on doing something in the beginning, I would not tell anyone um, about my podcast. I would literally be so scared to share that I had a podcast or that I was a life coach or that I, you know, had a f Facebook group, which I don't anymore. So if you're looking for it, I turned, I closed that down. Um, but 
I was so afraid to ask people or invite them to come work with me because I was still allowing fear to envelop my body. And I was still struggling with that uh, self-worth and self-love. I was still trying to seek outside validation to tell me I was good enough. And even though I had all these women reach out and tell me how great they love the podcast and women who were in my coaching programs from the very beginning, and there's still some that are still with me till this day, even though these women have poured love into me, I wasn't pouring enough love into myself and I still had the self-doubt that I was good enough, that my podcast was good enough, that people were actually listening. I literally have contemplated shutting this whole entire thing down and selling my URL, fearlessfemale.com and just going back to being a stay-at-home stepmom. But I know that because I stepped into the arena, like Brene Brown says, because I fought the good fight, which I'm fighting my own demons, my own negative self-doubt, my own fear, I'm fighting the good fight. I'm showing others that you can do it too. And recently I looked at my numbers because in the beginning I would never look at my numbers because I didn't want to be disappointed. I mean, actually the first two weeks I was looking at it and I had like 20 or 30 downloads per episode and and that made my heart sing. And then eventually I stopped looking because I would feel like, oh my gosh, it's not enough. And I would, I would again, go back to the self-loathing and the self-doubt that it wasn't enough numbers. So I stopped looking at them, but I recently looked them up and get this. I have a total of 55,651 unique downloads. I have over 3,180 daily downloads with over 90% of you being females and over 30 countries listening to this podcast. That is outstanding. That means that my voice, my voice has been in 55,651 ears and that my message and not just my message, but the message of all of my amazing guests have literally caused this beautiful ripple effect in this world. That's why it is so important for you to follow that little nudge that's telling you, hey, you should do this. You should follow your dream. You should follow your soul's calling. And before you do that, make sure you do some healing because I just like kind of, I thought I had done some healing. Like I had been through therapy. I had done, read the books. I'd been to Tony Robbins event and I was like, I'm ready. I can conquer the world, right? But the entrepreneurial journey is a healing journey because you are putting yourself out in the arena for the hecklers and the critics, and you're waiting for the people that you love, like your family and your friends to support you. I have so many family and friends, guys, and um, I would have to say probably one or 2% of my family and friends actually listen to my podcast, actually comment on my Instagram or my TikToks, or actually leave me a good review. Very rarely does your family and friends actually give you the support that you want. You know why? Because most of the time they are terrified for you. They don't want you to get hurt. They're afraid that you are going to get heckled or that you are going to get criticized or that someone's going to say something really awful about you and they don't want to see you hurt. But they also are doing it because they've never done it themselves. And if you listen to last week's episode with Waiwana, she says, you know, we have to allow ourselves to seek 
for examples, expand yourself, your circle, because if you see examples of people actually doing what you want to do, and if they can do it, then you can do it. And that's what the whole platform was about, was I wanted to share stories of women from all backgrounds, from all walks of life, so that they could share their fearless journey, and they can share the steps and the wisdom that they've incurred throughout their journey. And so... I would love to share what I have learned throughout this journey of like really self-discovery and becoming more self-aware of who I truly am. Like I said earlier in the episode, I didn't come from a doting mom or a mother or father who thought I was the best thing since sliced bread. In fact, I was the seventh child and I always had to fight for my place um, to be heard, to be seen, to be validated. And sometimes I feel like I'm still fighting in my family to be heard, seen, and validated. And so because I didn't get that at home, I tried throughout my 20s and my 30s to get that validation either from alcohol, from men, from teachers, from friends, from coworkers, from bosses. I mean, I was a people pleaser. I, you know, I'm a recovering people pleaser. There's still things that I still do. Um, I constantly am looking for affirmation of the outside world. And I learned that I need to stop because I will forever be searching for that love, that acceptance, that validation if I continue to look outside of me. Recently, I figured out that I need to validate and love myself because no one is going to love me or accept me as fully as I can accept myself, all of my flaws, all of my imperfections. No one's going to unconditionally love me unless I do it first. And that was my biggest lesson is that I had so many, a list of things that would go wrong when I when I finally launched this podcast or when I finally launched my YouTube channel or, or my coaching program or my Etsy store or my Shopify store. And I made that list super long, but mostly I centered that list around all of my own imperfections, my laughter, my voice, my hair, my makeup, all the things. And I criticized myself so much. And I allowed my fear to hold me back for years um, in the things that I wanted to do. And even though I'm not perfect, and I probably will still fight my own demons and my own negative self-talk. I'm a lot better than I was back in 2019, back before I realized just how magnificent, expansive, beautiful, unique, infinite, wise, talented I truly am. And so are you, because we all are extensions of source, God, the divine spirit, the great I am, the dude, (laughs) the life force that's created every single one of our beautiful souls. And I truly believe that once you fall in love with you in every aspect of you and you start to actually follow what your makes your soul sing and do the thing that you were meant to do here on this planet, everything will come into alignment. And no, I'm not a million dollar brand. No, I haven't made any money from my podcast. And no, um, I'm not really making like a shit ton of money. I'm not. But I will, and I'm going to continue to like, like go down the path of like figuring this out because I've never been an entrepreneur before. Like I'd never charged anyone for a service before, but I have now. 
as a emotion code practitioner, as a life coach and spiritual mentor, I have now felt worthy enough to ask people for money for my services because I have now figured out that, yes, I do know what I am talking about. I do have knowledge and wisdom that I can share. And I know that throughout my journey, everything that I've experienced, um, I'm reading this book called Living in the Place of Surrender by Michael Singer. And he says that if you never experienced snakes, how would you ever have compassion for those that experienced it? And it made me think like if my life was always butterflies and rainbows and I never experienced snakes and I've never experienced uh, hurt or pain, I probably wouldn't have the same compassion or the same empathy that I have now. I have been in the darkest of darkest places and I have risen from those places. Sometimes on my knees, crawling on my belly, and sometimes triumphantly standing on my feet. But I have escaped those dark places. And you can too. And you can actually do the thing that makes your soul sing. You can go against the grain. You can get out of that cubicle. You could create a life that you've always wanted. You just have to believe in yourself and fall in love with every piece of who you are because it's imprinted in your soul. Your soul knows where to go, but we keep denying ourselves and we keep denying the things that we want to do because we've been so programmed to believe that we have to stay the course and do what everyone else is doing. And fear has been really like, like what's drilled into us that if we don't do this, if we don't do that, then we're going to be like, at the bottom of a freeway living in cardboard boxes. And I'm telling you, that is not the case. That is not the case. There are so many people out there, and I really do believe that right now in this time, there's a huge like collective shift in the human race where more people are actually starting to do what they love and are making money doing it. So Trust in your divine timing, trust in the unfolding of your life, trust your soul because it knows where to go and follow that and do what you've always wanted to do because you're going to be shocked at the results. I am shocked at my results. I'm shocked that after four years of doing this podcast, that I still have a following, that people listen to my podcast on a regular basis. And for that, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And for you who are watching here on YouTube, thank you again for subscribing, leaving a comment, sharing with your friends. So, and that's it. That's my 200th episode. And ah, until next week, goodbye. Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and if you love this episode, make sure you hit subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a review. I read every single review, and I truly appreciate the time you spend writing it. If you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual mentor, you can book a free discovery call with me at www.fearlessfemale.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at fearlessfemale underscore coach. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Fearless Female or find me on TikTok. I'm under at Paola.Rosser. Tune in next week. Goodbye.